Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, September 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Saturday continues with the Territory AMA hosted by Cosmos Haas. Let's take a listen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for dropping by. I'll give it a couple minutes to let some people filter in here. Hope everyone's having a good Saturday. It's been pretty good for me. I just uh, actually had a quick show with Everstake. Uh, at 10.30 Eastern, so 14.30 UTC. So this is my second show for the day. I always say show. I mean I mean space when I say that, but happy to be here. Can you hear me, Ferryman? Yeah. What's Perfectly. going on, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. How about right. you? Busy day? Yeah, not, pr- pretty busy. I was up kind of late last night, so I um, did, did a show been trying to do more Saturday morning things, especially I'm a real big football fan and Sundays were usually my set in stone date that I've been having a space for, I don't know, really, I don't know how many months it's been now, but it's kind of my, kind of my thing. But I honestly prefer Saturdays now that football starting because I go to like a lot of games and I don't know, it'd be kind of a tough swing sometimes to do my show and then go to a game after that. But um, yeah. <laughs> that's just me I'm, I'm a big sports addict man i love sports i i'm an ex-athlete i played division one ball and i just love sports so it's yeah. like crypto and sports it's like the perfect time of the year for me and i'm a huge huge football fan so like i just uh it's it's a really good time of the year plus like where i live at i live in the mountains and it's beautiful. Like this is the best time of the year for us. Like September, October, November. Like the weather is perfect. There's like no humidity, and it's just beautiful, man. Like everything's so clean. Like all the trees are turning different colors. Like it's real chill. So it's like the, I was just out. I, honestly, after my uh, space ended, I I I take my stuff outside. Like I have a workout bench mm. outside, and I was just laying there. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, I can get back to sleep. It was so peaceful. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, yeah it sounds nice. Yeah, it's just so so relaxing, man. No, there's like no noise. All it is is like Mother Nature. It's just like, God, oh, this is perfect right now. Yeah, I wish I could have a look at this someday. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a different vibe. Like I used to live in the city and stuff, and like it's fun. Like the city has everything, the hustle and bustle. But like where I live at, I still don't live too far from the city. But it's just like it's just not, it's nice where I, I don't have to, you know cars blowing by honking their horns people yelling like i <laughs> yeah i don't just... i don't miss i don't miss that to be honest with you as i get older i just like to chill like i just want to chill <laughs> yeah i get it and you know um prior to living close to paris i used to live in the countryside you know close to the sea so i i feel what you say when you mean when you say um you know it's just about uh looking at the nature and you know feeling um exalted because you you just kind 
kind of enjoy what's going on. You don't hear some disturbing noise coming from, you know, people getting mad because they're late for work or whatever that's going on. And yeah, yeah. I miss it someday. So I, I feel what you say. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Like, you know, there's always pros and cons. Like I miss, uh, like in the city, you just wake up and especially on the weekends, we have uh, like farmer markets everywhere. So you go get like your local produce. But even where I live at now, uh, there's there's all kind of farmers markets. So like you just go get fresh stuff. And that's what I try to do. Like I don't I like to have like all organic stuff. It's a little bit more expensive, but I feel better about it. I'm like giving back to you know people that are farmers and stuff like that. And yeah, that's my my goal one day. My end goal for all this is to to have a big piece of property in the mountains somewhere, live off my land and, and legit have like a server farm, <laughs> like have have solar panels everywhere and have like a server where I could have everything going on, you know, it's just all crypto and just just be chill, like just be left alone, you know. Yeah. That's my <laughs> Man, you, you have to talk to Pop at some point, you know, from our team because uh, he managed to create like kind of um, uh, a society in a rural place in France. And uh, they're quite autonomous. They have like, I, I don't know if um, they already have the solar, the solar panels, but I know that uh, he, he told me about it and he was planning on uh, adding some. So maybe he started already and, you know, they, they grow some food. They um, they managed to uh, buy a lot of hectares so uh, they, they could have some houses and um, they also plan on expanding it. So you have to talk to him at some point. I'm pretty sure that you, you will have some, uh, some cool information for your plan. <laughs> Nice, man. Yeah, I, 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 it's funny because a lot of people I meet in this space, they kind of have similar ideas. Like no matter where you're living at in the world, it's like you kind of want your own piece of property. And like where I live, that's really cool is that um, even now, like it's, you know, it's not dead summer anymore. And it gets a little bit darker earlier. But it's it's sunlight here all the time. Like in the su- like dead summer, it could be almost 10 o'clock and it's there's still 10 o'clock at night and there's still sunlight because it's like we're all real high up in the mountains. So like the sun's always, always like my house where I live at, there's always sun. So it's like real, it's real chill too. But it's like perfect for if you, you have solar panels and you want to have like renewable resources and stuff like that. And so it's kind of like my thing, you know, if you told me that when I was younger, I think you're nuts. Cause like, I was always like, <laughs> I love it. I love the city. I love the hustle and bustle. But like, I, as I get older, it's like the complete opposite. I, I like dread going to the city. I'm like, Oh man, I'm gonna have to deal with someone cutting me off. And, like, and when I'm driving my car <laughs> and like, I'm gonna have to deal with all this anxiety, <laughs> you know, like I just like to chill. So, but that, that's, what's cool about like crypto in general is it doesn't matter where you live at. Like it's, there's no borders. We're all the same. And, um, you know, it's just, it's really cool. So it's a good environment in general. And um, so, but that's, that's enough of, of that chat. So um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into it. So I know we did a show, uh, don't remember exactly when it was, about a month ago or so, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Nice. So for anyone that's in here, maybe they didn't get to hear it, or maybe tune in for the first time, or maybe they're going to listen to the recording after, you know, maybe just, uh, introduce yourself and quick little brief intro on what territory is yeah sure <clears throat> so uh, i'm Fairman and uh, the ecosystem lead at territory uh core team and um, basically territory is uh, uh, at the same time uh, a new cosmos sdk blockchain and a social hub that's meant to um, provide communities with all the tools they need in order for them to uh, gather organize and um, yeah develop what they're aiming for basically 
so that, that's kind of the you know the short uh, presentation about the project and there is um, an image that we now use more and more you know when we tend to uh, introduce territories uh, goal to uh, whoever we're speaking to this image is about uh, let's say that you want to create a group uh, a group of friends could be a group of uh, family members could be customers could be whatever you're looking for. Let's say you're going to create a group. Um, you will be able to create this group using territory over time. Creating this group will link this group to a token. So it could be an NFT collection at some point, let's say, or could be uh, a CW20 token, whatever. And um, now that you have a group that is token-gated, uh, you can now operate as uh, an autonomous organization. So uh, you'll be able, for instance, to, uh, let's say, hire a freelancer from the job board. So you will be able to vote on, you know, uh, what kind of profile you're looking for. And um, if the the candidate, uh, the applicant uh, fits your needs, so you're going to be able to hire people. Uh, you're going to be able to uh, launch a project uh, through, through various features. Let's say, for instance, you want to launch an NFT collection, uh, be able to uh, launch using the launchpad. Let's say you want to um, you know, add some kind of uh, cool features to the hub. Uh, you would be able to apply for a grant. Uh, another thing that you could do uh, would be, uh, let's say that you're looking for uh, a specific feature, you know, um, a specific piece of technology that you need for your project. Uh, you will also be able to access a wide catalog of services, uh, which are not necessarily freelancers, but, you know, could be um, mostly like SaaS software, uh, and uh, yeah, you will be able to implement it into your own project. And uh, the idea behind it is basically to uh, create um, room for communities to be organized, and you know, making sure that uh, it's easy for them to um, to go to 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 reach their goals um, by making sure that you you're connected using. Uh, uh, all these tools and you can also, you know, exchange with other communities that may be working on something similar to you um, or maybe something different, but it's all about trying to unite uh, all the, um, we, could, we could say stakeholders, you know, uh, to take another image um, for you to, you know, move on to the next step of your project. So correct me if I'm wrong, like, like let's say that I was going to post out like a quick tweet or like a blog and I wanted the caption and uh, let's just say, what is territory? And then like underneath it, correct me if I'm wrong, I, just the real simple, I know it's probably more than this, but just basically just a quick little intro would be, you know, a multi-chain social hub based on Cosmos. Like, is that yeah. a good, accurate de description? Yeah, correct. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, that's awesome, man. That's like what we need in this space, you know? And, and at the end of the day, you know, in general, we're all social beings. So, yeah. you know, like we need these kind of tolling, so to speak. So, yeah, I just want to throw that in there just for people listening to, you know, to, to understand exactly what you guys are, just to kind of sim make it on a simplistic uh, phrase there. But so what's what's going on with everything since the last time we spoke? Well, you know, we, we keep on working on the project and um, we, we, we've released a few news, a few updates uh, in the past days. So the, the first big news is uh, Mainnet is coming out in a few days from now. I mean, it's coming out in September. So uh, we're hyped about it. And yeah, we're, we're close to announcing the, you know, the, the final date for it. And at the same time, uh, the, the first version of the DAP, of the hub, is going to be released as well. 
there might be you know a few days of delay i mean uh, between the the mainnet and the release of the alpha version of the hub but uh, still we're going to be there using all the the first features very soon and um also we're thinking about okay maybe we could uh in the meantime to uh, provide the community with the uh, some experience and offer them uh, a chance to uh, get their hands on the, on the on the final product. Maybe we we're going to release um, a testnet version of the hub prior to um, making it to the mainnet uh, for the hub right after the the chain is mainnet already. So these are the uh, the latest updates. And at the same time, we've been discussing the other day with the uh, CEO from Orbital Apes, and we also announced that. Uh, the Orbital Apes collection would be the holders would be eligible to uh, a portion of the airdrop as, as well, and we're going to announce the other collections because we we announced in the white paper that we wanted to uh, make a few NFT collections from all the Cosmos networks eligible to the airdrop. But yeah, so here we are working, still working on the um, on the project, doing some uh, trials this day, uh, especially. And uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty hyped about uh, the release, the mainnet, and you know the the first version of the of the head. Yeah, shout out to Orbital Apes. If I, I I totally forgot about that. I still haven't listened to that show. You guys did that not too long ago, correct? That yeah. Based with them, like when was that? Um, maybe three or four days ago. Uh, you know, I, I kind of struggle with the dates too. But yeah, uh, yeah, same, same here. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know what day it is ever. If, if I didn't do these spaces, I wouldn't know what day it is. To be honest with you, I just know it's Saturday right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, if I, I, I totally dropped the ball on that. I kind of switched up my PFP. I have a really cool uh, customized one-on-one orbital ape, and um, yeah, I'm, that's exciting. I didn't even know that. So now I'll, I'll get a little bit of an airdrop because I'm an orbital ape owner. I own a decent amount of them i think they're pretty cool and the idea was awesome i had a couple of spaces with uh co the founder of orbital apes and you know it was it, it, it was like the first time in the nft game on cosmos that it was you know they were building technically more than just the, the pfp and as uh, owning it you know you get, you get some um rewards for the fees that's on orbits market so that's pretty cool and yeah, it's, that's awesome. That's like what it's all about. I mean, we're all connected. You know, IBC and, and Cosmos mm-hmm. preaches about interoperability, being connected, no friction. So I think that's the way that, that all these um, different NFT communities should be as well in Cosmos. And that's really cool that you guys are building the tools for for the, to you know to help make that happen. So for someone that's maybe new or two listening to this and with you guys, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but you guys are going to be a um, sovereign L1, correct? Like sovereign thing? Yes, correct. And then, yeah, I like the approach to do like a test net for like the community because, you know, it's a good feel. Like I've I've been a part of, you know, those where you get to kind of mess around and give your feedback and, you know, any suggestions, how you might even find like some bugs yourself or whatever. So it's really cool to do that. I think. I was a part of uh, Shade Protocol, whatever, that before they launched. Like, we got to, like, kind of go on and, and just mess around and give feedback and suggestions. Like, you get to see what, what it's, the interface is going to look like. And, you yeah. know, you give them – it's it, it's like a survey remiss. It's like, hey, you know, I don't really like this or I really like that. And I think that's a good approach. And I think more chains should do that, to be honest with you. Yeah, and you know, I think that uh, it's it's quite cool to 
uh, a lot of the, the community, especially the guys that that's been following the projects from the start, uh, so they can have some uh, you know some early access, and uh, we'll, we'll keep on providing with more early accesses uh, when we're going to launch new features uh, with the Riot collection holders as well, because you know we we, we really want to um, kind of set an example of what NFT projects we're looking for for the launchpad with the Riot and. One of the utilities would be, okay, you will be able to um, try all the, the features that will be aided over time to the hub and uh, give your feedbacks uh, prior to any other users. And I think at the end of the day, um, you know, working on the product is all about uh, feedback loops and uh, prior, prioritizing every feedback you get in order to uh, improve your product. And I, I have this feeling like in... Uh, whatever you're doing, I mean, whatever kind of product you're working on, or even if you're a baker or whatever you're doing, basically, at the end of the day, it's all about um, having feedbacks from your customers or your community or, you know, uh, whoever is involved with what you do and, uh, you know, trying to improve um, by little steps over time. So I think exactly. it's what makes it different. Oh, exactly. I, I, I preach a lot of time. I mean, I always use the phrase like customer service, you know, customer experience, really. That's what it's it's all about is customer experience. And and, and when I first got involved with, uh, you know, IBC, and then when I started to educate, especially those that, you know, don't know or didn't have any experience in, in IBC, is I would always preach about the customer experience. Like, it's just top notch, you know. It's like when I was in Florida in May at the permissionless event, there was like no Cosmos people there. You know, they'd come over, hey, what's osmosis? So when they, when they would ask that, I already knew that was like a dead giveaway that they didn't have any experience in, in IBC. So, you know, I'm teaching them about the technology. But, you know, and, and I basically didn't tell them any anything to go. Even with I was helping with osmosis, like I didn't even tell them, like, hey, you know, go use osmosis. Like I, I said to use anything, really, like just use any application or any chain in cosmos and i feel like you're going to have a good experience and then you know when people have good experiences with anything in life like they they usually go back you know or they 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 talk well about it you know talk good about it and then it's like word of mouth and i think that's the right approach just as a business acumen for just anything whether it was with crypto or not but especially in our space because there is a lot of things out there but you know like that's one of the the selling points of cosmos is that you can go from one sovereign, if you want to call it an island or a planet or whatever, uh, to give people a better visualization to, to another one and, and everything's connected. It's like everyone speaks the same language. Like there's no, like there's no friction and, you know, like Cosmos has, that's all we've been working on. And then now that we have app chains that are specific to different use cases, it's, it's really fascinating to, to see the, the growth trajectory of this whole thing. And, you know, what you guys are doing is much needed because like I said, at the end of the day, we're all social beings. We want like, like, I don't know, I want to call it like a fan club or community or whatever, but you want to have some sort of engagement and, and find out things. And then like with your, um, I know you guys are going to have a marketplace and a launch pad. So like, if you wanted to go into more depth with your marketplace, so like what kind of separates like your marketplace compared to just like the traditional marketplace? Yeah, so uh, I think it's um, uh, there are a few different aspects of it. I mean, if you want to kind of be competitive or, you know, um, try to answer some needs that are currently uh, common when it comes to NFT marketplaces. 
because uh, at the very first step, it's it will be all about NFTs, but then it's going to be services as well and, and other stuff. But uh, basically, I think there is a, um, a real need for um, smooth user experience. And for instance, when we look at um, what the Orbit Market team has, has done, you know, on their own marketplace, uh, it's very nice because they, they really um, nailed it. I mean, um, we, we've seen the evolution of uh, some marketplaces on other networks. I mean, even non-IPC networks. And we've seen that um, user experience was very important for users to, uh, you know, create a habit of going to this or, or, or that um, application instead of uh, the, the other one. So I think we, we, we have a strong focus on it, especially considering that, you know, there are a lot of um, different features in the hub and um, it was very complicated to uh, mix it all together without uh, making it too complicated, too complex for uh, a daily use. So uh, I think user experience is very important, uh, but we're not the only ones focusing on it. So uh, what's different is also the uh, what you offer on the marketplace. And by that, I mean, um, you know, we want to, to set kind of a standard regarding the projects that will be launched on territory network, NFT projects, I mean. But we also want to integrate uh, other networks and um, at some point, we'll definitely go for um, more IBC networks. But um, the, the first focus that we that we have is um, towards Ethereum and Solana because this is where the um, NFT market volume is. And um, we have a feeling this is interesting to go to for this, you know, multi-chain um, way of thinking. Because uh, to give you an example, when we when OpenSea introduced Solana NFTs at some point. Uh, we we clearly see that we clearly have seen that um, some Ethereum whales or you know uh, holders started getting more interested in Solana NFTs. So we believe that if we manage to um, kind of um, create room for these different communities to uh, mix at some point, you know, exchange, interact, uh, this will at the same time allow for more volume on territory network and at the end of the day on Cosmos. But it will also, you know, uh, create some room for more collaborations between different networks with different um, cultures, let's say. So um, I, I think that's one of the, um, we're not the only ones, you know, interested in Ethereum, uh, especially considering the Orbit market marketplace. But uh, it's all about trying to uh, create some room for uh, different communities to engage and not just uh, regarding NFTs, but this could be a start because we, we have this this um, feeling like NFTs is the perfect medium. It's fun. It's uh, uh, it's easy. You know, basically anyone can uh, understand it. Can uh, get engaged in an NFT project, and uh, this could be like the the first way uh, for these various communities to uh, join in and you know over time get interested in other features. And uh, another thing that uh, uh, is very important for us is you know when. Uh, when it comes to NFT, especially, um, then when you, you launch your projects, uh, let's say, um, you're going to to um, provide utilities. Uh, you're going to deliver a roadmap to your holders. And in order to do so, you will need to uh, deliver, let's say, technical features. Um, and let's say, let's give you a few examples. Uh, the other day, the guys from Orbit Market were talking about um, you know, storing raffles. So this could be NFT raffles or you, you could earn something else than an NFT. could be another token, uh, let's say. And um, staking at the same time is something that's very common in other networks. Um, 
and this is the kind of features that you're looking for, uh, you're looking to implement for your holders. And uh, the idea is to make sure that you can access like uh, a catalog of um, uh, builders of teams that provide this kind of services so you can implement it in your project directly. And uh, as there is also this trend of, um, for instance, play to earn, uh, that's, uh, um, that's very attractive for a lot of projects. Um, this could be the kind of services that you could be interested in. And uh, this would be the kind of services that you could definitely find in the marketplace. So the idea is to get started with NFTs. Uh, first off, we, we're starting with um, uh, territory network NFTs, but then uh, we'll try to attract some guys from uh, Ethereum, Solana, and then all the IBC networks at some point. And um, not just providing people with NFTs, but, you know, services, making sure that you can basically find everything you need for your project. And um, over time, it will be also, you know, a matter of user experience. Like uh, there are a few um, um, quality of life improvements that you can definitely add uh, to, let's say, a, a basic marketplace. And uh, uh, obviously, the, the first version won't have all these, you know, t tiny features that make a, um, a difference at the end of the day, but um, will definitely work uh, towards providing this uh, quality of life improvements over time. So this kind of sums up the, you know, the, the whole strategy regarding the marketplace. And uh, we wanted to start with it because, uh, again, we, we've, we, we believe uh, it's an easy way to join a new project. Uh, it, it's fun and, you know, it's engaging <clears throat> at the same time because <clears throat> when it comes to communities, it's always harder to um, engage people. I mean, the, the bigger your community gets, uh, the harder it is to uh, really engage with your community. We see, th we see that all the time uh, regarding uh, voting, for instance. Uh, whether it's crypto or, you know, it's IRL uh, voting, we see that all the time. So we believe by uh, allowing smaller communities, so NFT holders, uh, um, will make it easier and more fun, you know, for people to um, get into the project. And then uh, once you, you're hooked, basically, uh, you will start to use the other features and, you know, uh, create some habits. So at the end of the day, you, uh, you feel at home using the hub and, yeah, you, you take... Uh, advantage of all the features that are available. It's awesome, man. So, <clears throat> besides like the market pay, uh, excuse me, the marketplace, and um, you you guys are anticipating having a launch pad, correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. So, how's that going to work out? Like, are, are you waiting a little bit after you guys get get it going to do that, or are you just going to launch it right away? So the, the idea is, um, regarding the launchpad, I, I think we're going to uh, communicate the, the form um, for people to apply to launch their projects. And um, very soon, I mean, in, in a few days, uh, we've been discussing with a few teams already, but the idea is to get started with the Riot um, because we really want to uh, create an example and you know set kind of a standard of um, the kind of projects we're looking for because um, if you're launching a launchpad, um, we believe it's not about launching as many projects as possible. It's more about filtering in order to provide quality to um, your community. And it's very important for us to make sure that we, um, you know, we avoid as, as many issues as possible, as many risks in terms of scams, in terms of rock pulls uh, regarding the launchpad. And um, so the, the idea is um, regarding the, the first projects to, to be launched, 
the Riot is coming out, and then um, the next projects will be able to launch. Uh, since we we started discussing with a few teams already regarding the, the their own launch, and um, after after a while, we'll also allow for other um, other chains, other networks, um, NFT projects to be launched on the launchpad as well. And um, yeah, the, the the idea, the strategy behind is basically to make sure that um, you, you know you can never um, control everything, obviously, and um, obviously issues can happen to a, to any product, to any launchpad. I mean, to uh, regarding any project, even you know a, a team with um, good intentions can still have issues because at some point there is a, a bad apple in the uh, in the net, or you know. But uh, yeah, the idea is to making sure that we we you know we we provide the community with quality products, quality projects. Sorry, and um, at at some point, not at the very beginning, but at some point, we also think about um, allowing the community to vote and decide on what projects should be launched on the launchpad. And we're also thinking about a new way for um, project owners to apply because most of the times, um, and this is how we're going to to get started too, but. Most of the times, it's a, a form that you feel, you know, you, you, you talk about your project a little bit. Um, and um, it's all about, okay, uh, this seems uh, legit. Uh, okay, seems good. Uh, then you, you, in, in some cases, uh, you have like a, a one-on-one discussion with the, the project owners. I mean, uh, if you don't have too many applies a day and, uh, you know, too many projects to handle, which is definitely not what we're looking for because we, we, don't, ha- we don't want to have uh, so many projects that we don't have time enough to identify what really brings value to the community. But uh, yeah, we believe this could be more interactive between um, the project owners and the community and let the community decide at some point because this is what decentralization is about at the end of the day. And, um, you know, to make it work uh, properly, we believe it's, uh, it's a matter of time, you know, and habits. Uh, whenever the uh, the project is mature enough. This is the kind of feature that we could uh, release, and um, yeah, the, this sums up uh, the yeah the strategy that we're looking for, basically. Just wanted to sh- the, uh, reset the room. Shout out to everyone that stopped by. You guys, uh, you guys have like a like a mascot or anything? Like, you know, like you know, everyone just seems like they throw knots at the end, like Osmonauts, Cosmonauts. Uh, do you guys have any like little slogan that you use for your community? Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point because um, at um, very early, you know, on Discord, uh, there was a guy that uh, say Tory notes at some point. It, you know, we, we we didn't even think about it, but um, you know, it sounds good. So maybe we'll go for Tory notes. Tory notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just I was just scanning through like quite a few um, people in here. So shout out to them for, and then they have their little your little um, whatever you want to call it, the little um, icon at the end of your your uh, handles might have to throw that on mine too. <laughs> I like it. It's pretty cool. So yeah, so that's, that's like fascinating. I think you may have said this on a previous show or, or speaking of it earlier, are you guys, when you, when you launch, are you going to have Cosmosm? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We, we've been working on uh, uh, integrating Cosmosm um, on the project. And, um, you know, we're always, um, looking forward to you know there are a lot of uh, topics that are trending these days uh, regarding for instance liquid staking uh, interchain security so we try to 
always have a look at what's going on around us. Uh, obviously, there is a lot of um, uh, technological innovation, but for now, um, we are mostly focused on um, delivering the, the alpha version of the application and um, also uh, the Bertie protocol uh, integration, which is basically the, the technology that will allow us to create these token gated groups. I mean, this is our main focus. Um, so yeah, we're going to use Cosm Wasm, but uh, um, I mean, the, um, uh, the biggest innovation that we're coming with in terms of, um, of uh, tech stack at the moment is mostly regarding the token gated groups. Um, not so much, you know, on, uh, and also regarding the, um, let's say the, uh, the culture that we're trying to, uh, um, to create by creating some space for various communities to link up and definitely create more exchanges between those communities. So um, that's it for the moment. Um, but yeah, we'll still, you know, look for uh, new innovations over time and, um, you know, try to implement what makes sense uh, for the community, especially. But that's it for now, yeah. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, anyone listen, and then, you know, if you ever have any questions or need help with anything, my DMs are usually always open. Well, I don't say usually, they're always open. I try to get back to everyone. I always answer everyone's questions because I think, like we're talking about the community, there's so many bright ideas in the community. And I like launch pads for the fact that, you know, in, in this space, there's a lot of people that may not have the financial wherewithal to get get something started but they have like this really great idea and you know it's what the community is all about i mean i i always like to hear stories about people that got got started in this space and the community is everything and it's really cool like myself i'm here right now because of the community i got involved initially with osmosis when it first launched and i was helping out in the telegram and then like it, it led me all to this and I never thought any of this, you know, like if you would have told me, you know, like last summer that I'd be doing this stuff, I would think you're like bizarre, but I, I couldn't be more happier that I kind of, this just fell into my lap really. And, um, it's just engaging. It's fun. Every day's a thrill. I love meeting new people and hearing stories and, and, you know, and I got to meet people in real life, um, uh, from crypto and it was like, they felt like family right away. And uh, it's what it's all about. So, and then like, the, I always liked NFTs. Um, and again, if you would have told me I would have NFTs, you know, when I first got into this space, I was like, oh, NFTs are stupid. You know, I was like that old boomer guy, like, oh, they're dumb, you know? And uh, once I, I, I purchased my first one, and that's why I always use this rabbit, because this is really my first NFT that I actually like liked and was a part of and kind of just felt like, in, in a sense, it like, was like, a, I don't want to say a marketing tool, but I built like my identity around my first initial PFP. And it was just because I was having fun. Like I, I found an artist, like I, like he, he made some cool stuff for me and I helped him out, sent him some crypto and he built like, um, like comics, uh, scripts around like my, my guy, like, because he, he's an inmate. And my second, um, nft collection that i minted was the uh the meta rats and the first nft that i minted was a inmate meta rat which was basically had no affiliation with the redacted uh, rabbits but it was just like it was meant to be like i got these and, I, and i'm not an inmate in real life or anything but it was just like all right cool i got an inmate rat and i have an in, inmate rabbit and then i i just like 
thinking of stuff and I'm like, you know what, this would be pretty cool. Like if I find someone in the space that can, you know, make me, cause I was like comic books. So I still have a shitload of comic books. I'm actually looking right now over a stack of comic books that I have. And uh, I was just like comic books anyway. So I was like, you know what, it'd be pretty cool. Like if I make a scene where like my rabbits, my rabbit and rat are in, in gel and then they break out. And then I end up getting a, um, an anon, which is like a, you know, it's, it's basically like an army, uh, like a badass secret service type guy. And I'm like, maybe I'll have him break them out of, of the gel and shit. So like the guy created me like cool scenes, you know? And it's like, I created them as like a, um, like a comics comic book around like my, my NFT characters. And like, that's cool. Cause like, I think, you know, whenever you do like something like this, you you know it, it it opens ideas up and um it's just a lot of fun man at the end of the day that's all this is really about yeah we all want to make some money and, and stuff like that but it's just all about having fun i mean what else are we doing this shit for really it's just we need to have fun and i i think this space is just so much fun and um i always said this you know like if all this went to zero it would suck right it would be horrible and i hope any anyone out there if that hypothetical ever did happen that you'd still be fine and i always tell people as like an investor if this went to zero tomorrow you you need to be able to still be able to be a functional human being like don't put all the eggs in one basket and still have like a job or whatever it's like just to get by but um anyhow if this all went to zero tomorrow i i said to myself yeah it would really be annoying it would be a, it would be unfortunate but man i had a lot of fun you know and like Every day is fun for me and it doesn't feel like work. And I devote like 12, 15 hours a day every day, except for the weekends. I only do a couple shows and then I try to like unplug a little bit. But this is just a lot of fun, man. And I got to meet a lot of people that I'll never forget, you know, and uh, that's what that's what this is all about. And I, I view like NFTs as that it's like a community within a community. And, um, you know, it's it's like a, a club membership, right? Like you buy an NFT and you're a part of this like exclusive club forever you're always linked together it's like you know and when people reach out to me and they have an nft that i I have an nft of it's like i try to help out everyone anyways but it's just like it gives me extra incentive to like go above and beyond if someone has that same nft that i have it's like yeah they're like a part of this like cool club you know and um i i like this the the notion of of taking like nfts to, to an even another level because i think we're not even at like the like the surface or like if you want to say like the precipice of like what an NFT can be be because I think NFTs will be everything in life. Like I think every sort of like important financial document or identity or, um, you know, like deeds to a home, um, cars, like pretty much everything's going to be on the blockchain. It's going to be an NFT. And, um, I'm really looking forward to things like this to kind of like take it to the next level and, and expedite that, uh, that, that, um, trajectory so to speak and i know it kind of went off on a little rant there but i know like you guys are doing others that besides like marketplaces and launch pads like what i remember the when we spoke you guys touched about like a social feed like building like a social network too like what what was that all about yeah and uh just to uh, to how can I say that to, to say a little bit about what you just said, you know about uh, the first time um, you, you got in, into NFTs, you, you found that to be a little bit stupid or you know uh, a little bit weird, and uh, then you you you, you found value um, within the the community, you know the 
uh, their experience and the people that you met. And uh, I know that the other time uh, we spoke, uh, we were talking about school, you know, when you go to college, um, some people are focused on the diploma, uh, which is kind of the end goal for them, but others are more focused on the uh, people that they meet and, uh, you know, the experience and what they can do thanks to these new connections. And uh, I have the same feeling regarding NFTs. Uh, the way you say it, it's like a club in the club. And um, I even think it's easier, you know, sometimes to take decisions in smaller clubs than, you know, big ones. Uh, we see this all the times um, regarding um, businesses, organizations, um, whatever you're looking for, it's always the same issue. When there are a lot of people, a lot of stakeholders to take a decision, it's going to make the machine uh, slower. And uh, yeah, small, there is room for smaller clubs uh, to be, uh, you know, more effective, more efficient, to act uh, faster. So I, I like this idea and, and I believe, um, as, as you said, you know, NFCs could be used for a lot of stuff, uh, basically anything at some point. I believe that, um, uh, and it's also something that we discussed a little bit the other days with Co from Orbital Age, but yeah, we, we believe that, um, you know, so, some brands are going to expand to Web2 and even more than that. I mean, not just internet, uh, thanks to NFTs. Thanks to, uh, you know, creating a community and uh, having some funding and, you know, then investing in the right, uh, in the right way to do so. So we, we believe this is something that's going to, uh, to be, yeah, to, to, to exist at some point. And we already see the premises of it. Um, um, a funny example is, you know, the other day uh, I was watching the advertising for uh, Bored Apes Yacht Club uh, featuring M&M's. So. This is a fun one, but yeah, I think there is room for this. I also believe that there is room for, um, I mean, there are a lot of projects that tend to provide value through revenue sharing or, you know, uh, similar concepts. And um, I think this is a fun way for you to engage with people and, and um, yeah, get started at some point building something and, you know, over time uh, trying to go further. And this is where there is a link also with the, um, the way that we all interact on a daily basis and what we want to do with the social feed because um, basically when you talk about NFTs, it's all about uh, Twitter. I mean, Twitter is everything and Discord also. And um, these are cool experiences that you can get there. I mean, we're uh, definitely <clears throat> talking in a Twitter space at the moment. And um, we believe this is fine, but we also believe that um, we could have, uh, you know, decentralized alternatives to uh, the, these tools that we use on a daily basis. And um, we also believe that, you know, the, the identity, uh, your PFP, for instance, is very cool. Uh, I mean, having a PFP for your identity or, you know, to to, to expand your, uh, we could say personal branding, but, you know, not in a, in a bad way or anything, you know, just saying uh, it's part of your identity. Uh, we believe this could be a little bit more than that. And we also believe NFTs could help to do so. Let's say at a point um, you're part of uh, uh, different communities. So on your social feed, you see all the updates, uh, all the proposals, all the the news coming from these communities. This is what we're looking for. And uh, let's say that um, at some point you want to, uh, you know, you, you want to help one of the communities you're, you're involved um, in by providing your uh, engineering services, let's say. And um, th there is a strong link uh, that we tend to create between the social feed and that will release and the job board in the sense that um, if at some point you offer your services to a community, uh, then the, the, they will be at some point able to say, okay, the mission went well, uh, everything was fine. And, you know, 
as some kind of rating and this kind of rating could be an NFT. So, I mean, you, you have some projects that will definitely stay about art, um, some artist projects. It's all about art. There is no um, technical utility or, you know, no revenue sharing, no nothing. But uh, I think there is room for that. Uh, and some projects will definitely become huge, uh, even though it's all about art. Just as we can um, see, I mean, in the uh, traditional art market. And uh, at the same time, NFTs will be able, will be used to um, give some kind of uh, credit to someone, some kind of certification for what they've done for a project, for a community, for uh, a vision at some point. So this is what we could do with the job board. And um, it will also be a way for you to um, definitely interact with what's interesting for you using the social feed because the idea is for you not to be flooded with tons of information, but rather being focused on the, uh, the projects that you're part of and yeah, what ultimately makes sense for you. Uh, not just advertising or, you know, um, all the noise that uh, you could have on any social media platform. So it, it's, um, it's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of, um, of features and, this is why I wanted to use this, uh, this image uh, at the very beginning of the space, um, using this image of a group that you want to create. You want you know, to kind of set the boundaries using uh, NFTs or another kind of token, CW20 token, uh, let's say. And um, you know, s staying focused on what really matters to you. Um, so that's it, yeah. That was good, man. Well said, for sure. Um, we have a question. Go ahead, Nikki B. Uh, best. I'm going to have you come up. Go ahead, Nikki. I can barely hear you. Sorry. I'm not sure what uh, what that was, but um, blockchain, I'll have you come up. Nikki, you were having um, some audio issues there. If you just want to message the or reply in the chat, I could ask the question for you. Yeah, I mean, to add to that, I just think, like, NFTs are going to be everything. My wife and I recently went to a baseball game, and um, they had this pretty cool-ass NFT that we got for, for going to the game. And I didn't even know they were going to do it because um, it was like a, a – I don't want to call it a special game, but it was a, a cool game to go to. There were some things going on. Uh, they had this really cool-ass drone display. So there was, like, I don't know, a couple hundred different drones and they did like a show with them. They had all these like cold descriptions as like different scenes and, and stuff like that at the end of the game. It was pretty badass, actually. I didn't even know they were doing it. But anyways, at, at the next day, my wife was like, hey, like we got a free NFT. All we have to do is, you know, log on. And I forget. I think it was called Candy. Like the the it was like an Ethereum thing on there. But we got like a free NFT and it was really cool. And I think that's going to be like that for everything. Like you're going to go to events and everything's going to have, a, you know, a memory. And what's cool about the blockchain, and it, 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 you know, it, it lives on forever. And then you can also like people were actually selling this, these NFTs and people were buying them. Like they were selling them for $150, $200. And like it was less than what I had to pay to go to the, to the game. So it's like you could technically sell it. You, you got to go to and get that real life experience. And then also sell your NFT and make make your money back, and you know that's it. But I didn't sell it. I, but that, that's what I'm just saying. It, it just gives up, it gives more opportunities. You know, like you whatever sort of game, like maybe you go to like a World Cup game and you could sell your ticket back. 
and people will buy it because they like to collect stuff and you could get you can go you know and, and be at the game or whatnot go be the be at the match and then sell your nft and technically you probably can make money which is like really it's just crazy to think about that because like i love Every time I go to the games, they don't do it really much more. They don't really do it anymore. But I would always collect the ticket stubs, you know, like, hey, yeah, I went to that game. And then I would just have a big pile of it. And then every once in a while, I would just go through that pile and it would just bring up so many cool memories that I had. But I can't think of it on my own until I like, visualize that like ticket that I had, you know. And um, that's what's just really cool about NFTs is it's like doing the same thing, but it's you you can have it anywhere, you know, your, your smartphone. And then, you know, you can just like ram, ramble through your, your NFTs that you have for going to like a particular game or a concert or an event. And you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Like that was a cool time. And then you start to think about all the good times you had at that. So like, that's, that's like another cool thing that, you know, NFTs bring to the table. And if you think about it, like life in general, like if there wasn't anything, there wasn't no such thing as art or music, like life would be pretty crappy in my opinion. So it's like, you need, you need art, you need music. And I think we're just at like the ground surface of what, what art can do to, with NFTs and like music and all kind of different things. So like, I'm really looking forward to, to see where like this all goes in the next like two, three, four, five years and beyond. So it's really cool. It's 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 always awesome to be early to things. Like we're like I I always say it on the show, and people laugh because it's like kind of what I'm known to say is, but you know we're just early, and I can't wait to see where this all takes us. Yeah, and uh, you know I have uh, uh, this feeling like the the first, um, the very first market or industry that got disrupted was uh, what we could say art. Uh, you know because. Uh, the very first projects were mostly art projects. I mean, um, the basic utility was all about owning like a unique uh, piece of artwork. But I have this feeling that over time, um, this kind of technologies will definitely disrupt others industries. Like, I mean, in the, um, in the music industry, for instance, uh, we've seen a few examples already, a few projects that try to uh, bring their two cents <clears throat> and um, break the distance between um, artists and the public. And I think it's going to be used at the same time for ticketing, you know, um, uh, very utilitarian uh, ways um, um, and also regarding the royalties, but also in order to create more proximity between artists and uh, their own communities since communities make the artists. It's all about, you know, having um, People that watch what you, uh, what content that you provide on YouTube or whatever platform, uh, Spotify, you know. So um, I think there is a, a fair room for, uh, um, yeah, a fair range for improvement in this way. And I also see a lot of uh, uh, gaming projects um, that tend to integrate NFTs, whether it's uh, uh, play to earn or you know other models. Uh, some say move to earn, some say play and earn rather than play to earn. But um, I, I think there are um, there are a lot of industries that uh, will definitely uh, evolve thanks to this kind of technologies. And um, yeah, as you said, we're so early, so we just have to wait and see what's going on, and you know, <laughs> we'll yeah, see exactly. how we can <laughs> uh, try this new stuff over the time. Yeah, there's a, a blockchain. It's not I, it's not an IBC. It's called Ultra, and I'm really fascinated with what they have going on. It's a bunch of developers from like. Uber, you know, like all the so software developers 
for all these different gaming companies. It's a bunch of them. But anyways, it's like every all like PC gamers, they, they know what Steam is. So if you're a PC gamer, you know what like Steam is. But it's like a Steam but better. It's more more financially um beneficial for developers, community members, because like for example, uh I I don't get the game as much anymore, but I was a really big gamer and I've spent, you know, a lot of time and money into certain games and communities and like when you when you purchase things like skins or or um miscellaneous things within the game you know you can never sell them back unless you would you know basically oh her you know i'll sell you my my username so you can have everything that i have on this but now you know with with our blockchain technologies you're going to be able to sell things like you earned a particular weapon in the game or you know a certain skin or a character well now you can actually sell it you know and you can do things like that which it's so cool. It's like, it's super cool to think about it. Like this has always been going on forever. I've been gaming forever. I've played every single video game system ever made since, cause I, I'm a little bit older. I've always loved gaming and this has gone on forever. It's just like really bootleg ways of like selling, selling things. You know, you, like when eBay first came out, you would sell your, 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 you know, you would say, Hey, I have this, this, and this on this game. And you, you would kind of like, sell it on there and then you would you know do username and password or whatever to get like access to that and there's always been ways you know you can go like events and stuff and 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 trade and sell but now it's just like now you can really take advantage of it and um and then it takes it to the next level like you you know like most games well at least good games they have special events, you know, like, well, I'll use like Fortnite for an example, you know, they may have some sort of like one day event where they release like a certain skin or like a certain cosmetic and people, you know, millions of people will play that day, but well, the other millions of people got maybe missed out, but they want that. Now it becomes like a demand. It's like, Hey, yeah, I'll give you what like their in their game. It's called V box, which is like their current, it's their crypto really. Um, and you 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 purchase it, so it's like yeah, you give me X amount of uh, V bucks, and uh, and I'll be able to sell this to you or whatever, you know. So like, th- there's just it's really cool to to see all this because one thing that's always, if you want to look at it like as, as an investor, one thing that's always um, recession proof is gaming. Like gaming is just growing, actually. If you think about it, like you know, most people at, at this point in time, regardless of their age. Unless they're like a dinosaur, I would say, but like, <laughs> like anyone that's like under the age of like, let's just use 50, they probably have gamed at some point in their life. Like, so, and gaming just keeps improving. And, um, it's just, we're like at the dirt, we're at the, we're at the surface of what gaming can be too. And now you're going to be able to have, like, I always call them micro economies. So realistically, my view of crypto and everything in the future is just a bunch of micro economies. It's already kind of the way it is now. And, you know, once crypto, you can actually start to like spend your crypto without actually having to go to like a centralized exchange. It's going to go to the it's going to go to the stratosphere. So like what I mean by that is imagine being able to um, use your Atom staking rewards and just like swap it and buy and, and get a gift card, regardless of what gift card it is, even if it's Amazon, Apple you know, a freaking grocery store, whatever, like that's just going to send crypto to, to, to the, to the stratosphere, in my opinion. I think it happens. Like it makes no sense, uh, for, for these places to not take it. 
and everyone gets so worried about like regu regulatory things and all that. But if you look at it, it's already kind of happening um, with that. You know, like you have these centralized exchanges, they have their like, it's like a prepaid debit card and that that's starting to take off. And, you know, like we're, it, it's all going to happen. You know, it just has to happen. It just makes the most sense. It's it all, all of this at the end of the day is giving access to billions of people that didn't have access to any sort of financial wherewithal or, you know, we were saying about NFTs, you know, maybe they never even had proof that they even freaking graduated high school or a university because they lived in a country that, you know, there's no way of like proving anything. Well, now with, with blockchain technology, you can do that. And that's one of the things that, um, you know, motivated me in the first place to, to get involved with this, this space is like in real life, I'm an accountant and I understand finances and I understand, you know, like globally or globally, how kind of screwed up it is. Like just because you're from some sort of geographic region, you, you just like the odds are so stacked against you in life. Like it's nearly impossible. And it's not the way this life was supposed to be for people. It's like, well, just because you were born in this area, well, you have a better chance. And like now with like technology, in my opinion, crypto, it's kind of like speed running the thousands of years of inequality with everything and, and just making it more fair place for people. And will, will it be perfect? No, it's never going to be like that. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, but it really and truly is rectifying so many wrongs. And it like gets me involved. It gets me involved. Like I, I feel good about it, you know, like everything that in this space, especially in Cosmos, like it just feels good. Like the communities feel good. The knowledge feels good. Um, the vibes are good. What it stands for is good. Um, does it need to improve? Yes. But again, we're early, like everything traditionally and naturally just evolves over time. And I think in this space, we're, we're you know, very, very early. We're like very early explorers. But um, yeah, like I, I commend anyone in this space that's like building the tools and infrastructure to make it a better environment uh, for everything. And that goes for how we were just kind of discussing like social feeds and, and like social networks and all that, because that that's not even fair. You know, like certain people have different uh, points of views and they, they may get muted or, or blocked or or. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, shadow band and things like that, because they they say things that someone may not agree with, and that's not cool. Because like the way I roll is like I, you know, people don't have to agree with me, and I don't have to agree with you, but like it's your right as a human being to be able to speak your point of view, whether I agree with it or not is a different story. But that's cool. Like that's what life is about is having different points of views and, and different beliefs and stuff like that. And it's not cool that people are like, well, I don't agree with that. Let me just like get them out of here. And uh, so we do need those type of tools too, because, you know, I think we should live in a society like what, um, when it comes to like social communications is like, I live by the point of view. Like I've always lived like this is like, if I don't want to listen to you, then I just don't listen to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be, well, I, someone else may want to listen to you, but now, now that person doesn't have access to listen to you because you're just like, you're just taken out basically. So all of this makes sense to me and it has to work because it's the only thing, um, you know, out there that's trying to help 
people, you know, and it's already helped people. There's been millions and millions of people in like third world countries and, um, you know, all over the globe that's, that's been benefiting from this, these types of technologies. So I, like I said, it, it, it feels more than just like, like a fad. It's, it's more of a movement in general. And I commend people for it, man. Like, and I love seeing, you know, during like these times when it, like everything's not blasting away and their bags are pumped where people tune in and they, they engage and they ask questions. And I, I just love it, man. Like I'm so for it. I appreciate everyone that's even in here right now, listening in. So listen to me, uh, ran away, so to speak, but, um, what's up, Safi? I'm gonna add you up. What's going on, bro? Oh, hey guys. Uh, it's taking a while for this to connect. Um, just kind of hopping on. I just figured I'd uh, like park my account here so people kind of show up. Uh, <laughs> I was just catching up. I just finished a uh, meeting with like the Terra Emergency Allocation Council and was kind of busy. So uh, yeah, just kind of getting in late. How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. The second yeah. little second little show of the day for me. Yeah, doing good. Doing good too. Didn't have a chance to do another show today, but yeah, still <laughs> still a goodie. Yeah, actually, I was. I just followed you uh, on the territory account. I'm super curious what you, what the hell you guys are doing. <laughs> I missed the actual discussion here with with the two of you. So, is there like a like the one sentence version or whatever of like what you're accomplishing? Yeah. So, uh, and uh, I had a hard time, you know, trying to make it as simple as possible. But uh, uh, Hose uh, made it very nicely, uh, saying uh, basically territory is like a social hub for communities. And yeah, I think that's uh, the best uh, simple definition that we can get. Yeah, like one of the one of the initiatives uh, that I was thinking that, um, you know, Cosmos communities could uh, kind of achieve if it's even possible, I don't even, it may not be, uh, but figuring out how to get like uh, the power of sort of all the the Cosmos chains to bring back sort of like uh, attention on the Cosmos Atom uh, sort of coin. And the reason for that is, or the hub, the Cosmos hub, the reason for that is just because like mm, we suffer from sort of a lack of like what I think is memification or the ability to sort of like spread the word virally about the Cosmos. And um, I, I think it would be... I think it's very helpful on the whole to the ecosystem to really like push the like push Adam specifically as a not not like a pump and dump thing, but like push it as a kind of priority where you know value is stored and um, it, it makes it easier for uh, like new people to understand what they're doing and where they're going and how to get there. Uh, it's amazing to have, yeah, like some kind of community like uh, system where people are connected from all the different uh, Cosmos areas too, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of figuring out how to make that happen uh, or if that's even possible. Maybe it's not. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if Haas or you guys have any comments about that. Yeah, um, I, I think, you know, discussing with um, uh, different teams, um, it becomes clear that we know that we have like strong fundamentals and um, well, the, the image that I get, and it's a little bit um, of a meme saying it like that, but 
basically it feels like we have the best builders uh, in the space in cosmos but at the same time we kind of struggle you know attracting uh, the attention and bringing uh, new people from other ecosystems in and um I have this image that I find interesting. It's, uh, for instance, when you are at school, uh, when you're a kid at school, um, there are different ways for you to learn something. Or maybe if you want to uh, change paths uh, during, uh, at some point uh, within your career, uh, maybe that, um, you, you, let's say you work marketing and at some point you want to become software engineer for some reason. And um, every time there are different ways for you to learn, it's, it's the same regarding um, sports, I think. And um, what I mean by that is uh, it's always easier for you to learn something new um, when there is some fun involved, um, you know, when it feels kind of easy, even though the, uh, what you're trying to learn is very complex uh, when you, you get to, to know it uh, more. Yeah, more. there's kind of like this, uh, you, you have to have this kind of gateway of fun for some people. Uh, I think each, each thing that attracts different types of people into crypto is different. Some people are in it for some kind of like, you know, crypto ideology. Some people are in it for, you know, some sort of like a very specific project. Other people just want to be entertained. Uh, and you definitely get a feel for that when you meet like some of the meme coin crowds and everything. Mm. Like you, you, like harnessing that energy a little bit uh, is important, I think. And I, I don't think we've done a particularly fantabulous job of that that I've seen in the uh, Cosmos side of things. And I think part of that's, uh, you know, our, like, you know, what is the actual narrative? What is the story we're trying to tell? What, like, you know, people like, people like to tweet and retweet and whatever, some sort of story, um, or like talk about it on YouTube or what have you. And when you say, well, it's just like a whole bunch of chains and I do a whole bunch of stuff, like, mm. that's like, <laughs> I don't know if that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's a sufficiently interesting enough story for the average person, right? Yeah. So ima imagine, I guess, uh, uh, like, yeah, like with decentralized, you know, finance has a decentralized like, story that nobody hears, right? Like it's like uh, imagine if you go to a bookstore, right, um, and and you have you know thousands of books or whatever. Remember back in the days when like libraries had lots and lots of books. You go there and you don't know what to read, right? You, you're not even sure which of these books is good, and all of that. And I think um, there are some books that you get into in the beginning because everyone says they're interesting. And then you branch out from there and, you know, and then the smaller books get smaller and smaller attention. So, yeah, how, how, how do we end up being like the reference book in the library of, of crypto? And then like people do other shit from there. That's kind of my thought, you know. Yeah, I like that point. I mean, because I remember the days whenever uh, Amazon first came out and how revolutionary that was talking about books. Because you can just go on Amazon and a lot of people don't realize this because they're a lot younger. But I know you remember this, but um you know, like that, that was the cool thing about Amazon. They started having reviews. Like you could like, Oh yeah, well, maybe that, that book sounds intriguing. Cause it was like the first time ever where you can basically have this infinite amount of books at your fingertips and understand what they're trying to, the, 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 uh, the vision that they're trying to portray. And, and we do need to do a better job at Cosmos. And, and I think a lot of it's just because it's so tech savvy, even like every conversation that we all have, it usually always comes down to technology. And, you know, sometimes that's just not everyone's tea, so to speak. And, um, you know, I think in general, it's not necessarily, uh, we'll, we'll use the word sexy. It's not really sexy, really. It's like people, some people just don't care you know, about technology. They just know, they know of it and they just want to have fun. And, 
maybe like things like what territory is doing, it brings more fun and value. I know I have a shitload of fun in, in this space, but I also know like I'm a tech nerd and I've always loved technology. But again, a lot of people, especially people a little bit older, they don't care, man. Like I, my job in real life, I deal with a lot of older people and I don't want to say they're old, old, but they just don't give a shit about technology. They don't, they refuse to use it. They don't want to use it. And half the times they ask me things, I just get blown away that, uh, you know, they, they don't use, they don't use all these resources they have at their fingertips. Like I'll tell someone like a form that they need to fill out. Right. And I'll be like, oh, you need to fill out this, this, and this. And I'll tell them what the form number is and everything. And they're like, how do I get that? And I, and it's always, it always blows my mind when they ask that question. Cause no one younger ever, like if I'm, I'm, I'm full disclosure about to be 37, so like anyone my age or younger, I could ask, I could tell them, Hey, you need to do this, this, and this, you know, they might write it down or whatever, but they'll never ask me like, Hey, how do I find it? Because they know, like, all you have to do is freaking put it in Google search engine and they'll find it for you. But like older people, they always ask me like, Oh, how do I find that? And I just find it fascinating that they're, they're here on this planet still. And they don't know like, Oh, I could just type this in on my freaking phone. Cause I know they have a smartphone. I mean, pretty much everyone, everyone does at this point. But like, that's the thing too. Like, I think we need to do a better job, like you're saying, of, of, of painting a picture, so to speak. And I think it's more like we're taking this approach of like, Hey, we're just going to build the coolest shit. And then eventually people will find out about it. But I think we need to do a better job at like somewhere in the middle there. Like let's, let's build the coolest shit, but let's also paint a picture for, for everyone to understand, like, this is where you need to come. And I, and I do think doing a better job with like painting a better picture for the atom token would, would probably help because you know i think at this point pretty much anyone that's in crypto knows what atom is but they but they also have this misnomer misconception that like you need atom to do everything and they think like atom is one chain and everything's built on top of atom and it's just like the complete opposite because they're so yeah so, they're so trained to understand like that's how everything works over on their their side right They've gotten used to the uh, layer one idea where, uh, and, and yeah, like that, it's kind of weird. Like it's hard to tell like what you're supposed to do with your atom. And of course that's where like the interchain accounts idea is going to be massive, obviously. Um, this idea that, you know, you, you, a lay person has their atom token and like it's in their primary wallet and they don't have to move it somewhere, which is really weird. Like osmosis, the way it works right now is obviously you have to move your atom token you know, to your, you know, deposit in osmosis and then play over there, right? Uh, the layperson has no damn clue, like, why they're on another chain to do this, right? Like, it just sounds stupid. Like, I know, like, like from a, like, it, it makes sense technologically why we, why it's that way, right? We all know if we're using these systems, why it is, but you, you get a layperson in there and like, why the fuck am I doing this? It just makes no sense at all. Like, wait, I'm on, is this a bank account? And then I'm going to what another bank account? Like what? What? What is this Dex thing? And what? It just makes zero sense at all to a layperson. Like you can imagine, like the te non-tech savvy people, um, you know, like they're just not. I don't know. They're they're just not going to use this. Like they just. It's not. So the interchain accounts is I think critical for this multi-chain future. And and I, I wish that was already kind of available, like maybe a couple of years ago. And. Um, the user experience wasn't sort of like hampered by that, but I think, you know, obviously these things get built in a stepwise manner, but, um, but also like if, you know, with GNO land and, and, um, with Jay doing one thing and like, 
Zaki and the gang do another thing. And like, you know, the whole thing is a little bit of this uh, interesting, like, uh, like the, the, even the founding narratives have in some ways become kind of like a soap opera type of thing, but not, you know, maybe there's not like a cohesive story there either. I don't know. Like, like where do you go to sort of like, you know, discover, Hey, the history of cosmos or something like that. Is there, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's tricky. And I, I think uh, at least the good news is like a lot of people, like you said, at least recognize the coin because it's in the top 50 and they recognize that somehow related to cosmos, they have heard about cosmos and at some level or the other, you know, maybe they buy crow token or something and they realize, Hey, this is a cosmos chain, something like that. But uh, it, it's a slow process. I like, I think it was a slow process for me. I mean, I, and I, and I consider myself reasonably tech savvy. So I would say that the 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 total layperson just would have no fucking clue what's going on. That's what that's that's the, that's the truth. Oh yeah, for sure. It's one hundred percent. I mean, I I know from personal experiences. Like I said, I um I I went to Florida for a permissionless event in May, and th- th- there was no IBC people there. I mean, far fetched. Every once in a while, I'd ask someone, hey, "IBC gang," and like you know, they would know already. But for the most part, and I don't know, there was it was a three day event. There was a lot of people, I mean, 10, 15,000 people, maybe even more than that, that came through on three, on a, on a days. And a lot of times I didn't even see the same people except for the ones working there. So I dealt with a lot of people and some people day three was all real life people that had basically no experience in, in crypto. So that was a hard, uh, hard, uh, way of, of explaining how this works. But for the other ones that already had crypto experience on Ethereum or AVAX or Polygon or, um, you know, XRP, like I dealt with all kinds of different people. It was just like eye opening. Like I, I had to explain it. And I think like, uh, we need to do a better job. Like MintScan has that cool diagram of how everything's connected. Like, I think that should just be like the selling point. Like that just needs to be out there everywhere. And you're saying about like the, the cosmos, like you, you have to go so far to even just to find out, like you have to go on MintScan and people aren't going to go on there, especially if they're, if they're new and they don't have any transactions. But that just needs to be the selling point. Like, look, all this shit is connected and it's all this and all the data just bounces off one another. And I think when when interchain accounts and queries become a thing, like I try to explain that with people, too. I'm like, like, a lot of people know what Chainlink is. And I'm like, okay, well, with IBC, once the things once that data is on these blockchains, like you don't even need Chainlink, like it's all queries like interchain queries is chain link on, on steroids basically. And the only reason you still would technically need like a, like an Oracle like chain link is only when you're trying to bring data from web two to web three. Cause if I always tell people it's like a translator, it's like translating that data, the old data to the new data. But once it's already in the new data, which is like web three, like we don't even need that. That's how good this technology is because of all, all the all everything's constantly communicating with one another. And um, but yeah, like a lot of people that don't like tech, they they don't care. They're just they just want to have fun. So there, there needs to be a balance. And I I like things like like ter- like bringing it back to like territory, like building um, you know like communities, like a social feed, ways for people to communicate because. Once I think people are in or do experience anything in IBC and once they kind of understand it, it's like it's it has to be eye opening because it, it is a good experience. But I do completely agree with the vantage point of if someone's brand new 
and maybe they messed around a little bit. They don't even have that much experience on like Ethereum or something. They're gonna, and they come over here, they're going to be lost because it's like they're so trained that they could just like pull up Uniswap and do something on there and don't have to worry about sending tokens. Like it does all of it for for them. But I think accounts really changes the game because it's going to feel the same way. Like they're not even going to know like there's multi hops and like things are going from this blockchain to that blockchain to that blockchain. They're not going to know any of that. Just like right now on web two, you know, you're on ESPN.com and then you go on this other website. Like they don't, they don't care that it's pinging off different servers all over the world and stuff like that. They just know it's just going to work. And I think that's the big selling point whenever this all comes to play is, you know, Hey, there's like a hundred different sovereign blockchains connected in IVC. And like, you could just like do anything. Like any, you can call call contracts from one chain to this other one, and and like do all this cool shit. And then once that happens, like it's just, it, I think it opens up the floodgates because it's going to be like, man, this is way better. The fees are so low. Like there's not all this bullshit prefixes in front of stuff, and you know, like it it is a slow approach though. And I do wish like, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know like tech side like how. how how in, in, intrusive and in, in intense it is i would assume it is because like cosmos has been building this since day one with this vision and interchain accounts still technically isn't a thing that it has to be really intensive i i for for that to happen but it would have been awesome I, I, hypothetically if that was the first way this all came out was like interchain accounts was like was just the norm and that was the first thing because i do think we would be further along in this whole this whole thing but i mean I don't know. Slow, slow approach, but it's 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 getting there. Yeah, and I believe we we can already see you know a few interesting signals of um, more and more people getting interested in Cosmos already. But I also agree with the fact that uh, basically everyone is using internet. Everyone has a smartphone these days, and no one knows how it works, and no one really cares about it. And um, I believe it's also about um, as we're talking about it, providing people with. Um, you know, cool experience, uh, whether it's NFTs, whether it's, uh, um, you know, interacting with other people and uh, just as they do already on their smartphone on a daily basis and, uh, you know, making it as simple as possible. Uh, I like the example of uh, uh, Osmosis where you, uh, the first time you used it, you, you probably wonder why you had to, um, you know, send your tokens and uh, use the withdrawal or, you know, the, 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 all the um, uh, experience that you had. and it probably doesn't make that much sense for someone that's not used to it. I mean, for the first time at least. And uh, yeah, I believe it's all a matter of um, um, user experience um, and focusing on things that people understand easily. And um, by the way, I also have this feeling that uh, even though it's not the, um, the main priority even for us uh, at the moment, but I also believe that mobile first or, you know, at least mobile um, will be very important in this way too, because yeah, people use their mobile all day long. And yeah, they, they, I mean, these days, especially um, since it's so bearish in terms of market uh, for mostly everyone. Um, and since we are only uh, among, you know, people that know what they're doing basically uh, in the space, uh, you, you know, we spend most of our time on the computer and uh, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's, um, we're I've, I've, all... got a, I've got a quick question for you. Um, yeah. Uh, I went to your link tree on your Twitter profile. I went and subscribed to the, um, I guess like notifications or whatever, I guess for updates and things. Yep. Um, 
like uh, territory like where is it going to live like is it going to be like on it's like where do you it primarily interact with territory is it going to be on webdap is it going to be some sort of discord thing like uh like uh, like what's how do we play on the system once it, it happens yeah once it's released that that's a very good point because the the first version of the um, territory hub will be a web application basically and um, the reason for it is because the, the the very first features that are going to be released will be the launchpad, uh, the NFT marketplace, and territory name service, basically. But um, whenever we're going to release the <clears throat> the first version of the uh, token gated groups, since it's going to be um, using Virtu protocol, which is a, a peer-to-peer protocol, uh, we'll need to to release the the first desktop version of Territory. Uh, so you, basically, your device becomes a node, and um, yeah, you can use the, the protocol uh, properly without the need for um, a middleman uh, that could be uh, any infrastructure such as AWS or you know whatever you're using. And um, so yeah, basically, first step: uh, web application, then desktop application, and over time, uh, since we. Um, we considered it from the beginning, even though it's not the, um, the priority for now. Uh, we're also looking forward to release a mobile version because especially when it comes to communications, um, when you want to, to talk with your community, but it could be with your friends or your customers, uh, whoever you're, you're interacting with, uh, it's way more easy for you know um, uh, anyone to interact um, while working around. And especially people that do not spend all their time in, I mean, um, in Web3, especially when at some point there will be um, uh, some kind of um, a, a bigger interest from, uh, how could I say that, uh, you know, people that are not in the, in the market uh, these days, uh, when there will be maybe a, another bull run, uh, these people would definitely look forward uh, a solution that can be available on their mobile phone. So this is kind of the, the, the process. Um, we're going through and uh, yeah, we're trying to adapt to the, uh, the timeline. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, regarding the market, but also regarding the, the audience that we're talking to, because we, we know for sure that especially these days, who we're talking with is people that really believe in, in the vision. I mean, um, in IBC, uh, in Cosmos, or maybe, you know, even other people from other ecosystems that are not IBC yet, but I mean, it's not uh, retail people, you know, that um, uh, were there during the, the last bull run. So we, we have to stay focused, delivering value to uh, people that are already um, uh, now these days. And then uh, over time, we try to expand to uh, broader audiences and yeah, people that, for instance, don't really care about NFTs or uh, not so much about crypto, but rather about uh, discussing with their friends and you know uh, making sure that there is no censorship or um, there is no um, the risk of uh, their communications being uh, available made available to the public or you know this kind of issues thanks for the good question man so um one thing that a lot of people you know gets the juices flowing i know you guys because you're gonna have your own chain and all that your own token so do i don't remember if i think we kind of touched on it the last time we had a show but do you have any updates with like the airdrop, the qualifiers, like when when it when that's going to happen? Yeah, so um, we, I mean, the the first um, proper update that we've made uh, was regarding the the fact that orbital apes holders will be eligible to the um, 
NFT collections from Cosmos for this uh, portion of the airdrop. But uh, um, there is not so much update that we've uh, provided already. I mean, aside from that for now. And uh, we're going to uh, announce um, every details. I mean, uh, milk it in a, in a few different announcements. Uh, so the, the different NFT collections, all those that will be eligible, but also um, the details regarding the Atom holders and stakers. And um, at the same time, the dates, because um, we figured out uh, maybe all the airdrops won't uh, be available at the same time. So we're, we're kind of, um, there is a timeline for it. So it's very clear for everyone. And at the same time, we release the, uh, the page on our website for you to check if you're eligible and, you know, uh, for every um, every reasons you could be eligible, making sure that uh, it's very clear for you and when it will be able to uh, redeem your Tori token. Nice. And then we touched a little bit earlier about the Riot collection, but we didn't like you didn't really go into specifics. Like, so when is that that mint estimated time, and um, is there like a price on it already? Yeah, and uh, I have to say something um, about it is uh, I, I like your PFP Cfi. Uh, sorry if I don't pronounce it well because uh, Fallout was a, a huge inspiration uh, when working on the concept. Um, because basically, what we wanted to do with the the riot, uh, which is the first collection to be released on Territory Network, is um, at the same time, you know, uh, trying to to provide some cool artwork, but also trying to provide a cool experience. Uh, when it comes to what we call the ramp-up plan, you know, whenever we're going, going to start communicating on the project. And um, we, we really wanted to make it um, um, interesting in the, in the sense that we want to create some interaction between the, the community that's going to follow the project and, um, and the content that we're going to provide. I mean, we, you, you'll see what, I, what I'm talking about, but uh, we're trying to make it uh, as interactive as possible, even though we are still using um kind of like Twitter. you're kind of like talking like like sort of like each of the tribes is kind of like factions and stuff like that where you have you know the, like in, in in video games like you have these different like nations or factions or like different groups and they all have like different artwork and style and they have kind of a um you know at least in video games at least there's like a whole different set of like spells or weapons or whatever right like it's kind of fun uh, differentiating the different things. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, kind of, because uh, the collection will be released on territory first, but then it will also be released on other networks. And um, exactly the, the idea is to uh, have some differences. So as you could have different factions uh, being part of the same tribe, you know, but with different objectives. Or, and, and another thing that we were focused on is um, offering you the, some choice, you know, regarding the law and regarding the, the, the ramp-up plan. Um, you know, if, you, uh, if you're a Fallout enthusiast, I think one of the, the main points of Fallout is having the choice of what's going, what's going to happen next and, um, you know, the consequences of your actions. And uh, we're not really trying to compete with Fallout, you know, or probably with a, a complete video game, but just trying kind of like to... A, kind of like a karma system of some kind where you kind of accrue points towards your faction or something like that so that it it kind of uh it changes the the gameplay a little bit kind of right yeah i mean we'll definitely have um offered the, the the community a few choices during the the ramp up plan uh, i mean regarding the content that we're going to provide and the law and it will have an impact on 
um, the next uh, step regarding the law, but also regarding the, the collection itself. Uh, since we're looking for uh, a play to earn concept, um, we are trying to you know integrate this kind of uh, uh, considerations within the game theory. Uh, so you could have uh, different characters with different um, statistics or kind of skill sets, and uh, definitely get different kind of rewards or you know different kind of uh, incentives regarding uh, how your characters are built, basically, and. Uh, I mean, we're not trying to uh, release a, a full video game for now, but the idea is that we, we, we try to lay the foundations uh, for something that could be fun for everyone. And, and then if there is some uh, potential, you know, for updates and uh, going further, we see what's the best way for the, uh, the Riot to become something even bigger than, you know, the first collection on territory. You know, what's, what's always been kind of uh, uh, like interesting on my time on Twitter has been you know so of course like there's now like more of the nft scene with everyone using their different profile pics right but there's also this kind of idea where people like use little you know dollar signs and they like post their tickers of the different things they like like maybe adam or um you know osmos osmosis or something like that right they'll put osmo and adam they'll put all that stuff in their ticker but you know i, I don't think uh, an nft project has been created yet that you know, maybe uh, like, let's say you have interacted with, uh, let's say the Cosmos Hub and Osmo and maybe, I don't know, Matera, Kujira, whatever, right? Like y you have this list of different things. And then, you know, maybe you, it'll, it'll print you out a little JPEG of, you know, uh, like all the different like logos and icons of the different projects that you like to participate in. And it's almost like little badges, right? You, you kind of like, let's say you've been to 50 different things and you're like level one on cosmos and you're like level three on kajira or some shit like and it kind of creates like this uh thing where people can immediately see your um your what do you call it the not not the not your profile pic but you know the 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 banner the banner so they'll look at your banner and people can go oh okay this guy is like big on uh you know the crow crow chain or something because he, he likes to use um he transacts a lot on it or he, you know, like maybe there's different reasons why you get you level up or something on those things. So kind of like this fun gamified system where, you know, you kind of unite the cosmos. You you can immediately tell like, okay, you know, what this person has maybe some expertise in or participates a lot in. Um, and then maybe like that's also someone, you know, that if like they want to be on the maybe like the airdrop list or something so that if some new project comes along um that uh okay this guy like participates a lot on i don't know juno and um you know is is interested in future airdrops on that so they'll get like notifications you know relevant to that or something there's something along those lines i'm i'm not sure if anyone's like producing something like that or maybe you guys are but um i've always wanted to kind of see that and i feel like the banner has been kind of a maybe uh like a wasted opportunity in terms of some kind of marketing. I, I know some people do NFTs and stuff that way, like they have these banners, but um, yeah, maybe so, something more than that. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, it might be too, it might be complicated, but I'm not sure how to build it. Yeah. And you know, I mean, all the data is on chain. So then, I mean, the, the, the point is more about how in terms of experience, can you provide um, such features and um, a bit earlier we were talking about Steam, for instance, uh, if you're a PC gamer, 
and when you play whatever, whenever you play a game on steam you're going to get some uh, badges some uh, I, I don't know how it is in uh, in english but uh, it's uh, in french it's like it's a success that you unlocked because you, you yeah like achievements or yeah or achievements badges. yeah mm-hmm. and uh, this is exactly the kind of uh, mechanics that we're looking for for the the hub i mean um, if we can make a link between um, you, what you do when it comes to offering your services um, with the job board or what you do in, when it comes to um, offering job positions uh, to freelancers or, you know, to, to build those two, two teams that provide something that is interesting for you uh, to what, um, what you do when it comes to NFTs with the marketplace, uh, with the launchpad and um, what's interesting to you when it comes to uh, social interactions. I mean the, the whole social field thing, and also the um, the, the token gated groups, in, which are basically the, the DAOs or you know the communities, the, the groups that you're interested in. in um, it becomes way easier for uh, us to provide you with some uh, badges or you know achievements regarding what you've done. And we also believe that uh, gamification and something very simple could be having a little road of uh, uh, the most active people um, on the marketplace or maybe the most active freelancers on the job board and uh, you know having kind of uh, this um, statistical or analytical view of um, uh, what you're doing is um, one step uh, further toward providing this kind of gamification and uh, creating some healthy competition you know between the players so these are things that we are uh, definitely uh, working on and uh, regarding um, the riot I mean, we want to make um, a, a clear link between the riot mechanics and law and a territory as a whole. But um, it's also kind of a, um, a dedicated experience. I mean, um, we, we know that some people will be interested uh, with the hub, but not with the riot. Some people will be interested in NFTs. Some others will, will mostly be interested in the job board or maybe the, the social features. And the idea is for us to, uh, you know, kind of um, set up all these different experiences and uh, see what uh, the community likes, what they don't, um, what we can improve and, um, you know, add as much uh, gamification as possible when it's needed um, to make it more fun and easy, just as we were talking about how can we do um, to, to attract people um, in, in an easy way, in a fun way. Uh, because we know for sure that we have the the, the strong fundamentals, the um, we have some uh, we have quality tech, and now we need to uh, be attractive and appealing to uh, a, a more retail market, or you know, uh, people that don't really care that much about tech, but uh, mostly about their experience and uh, you know, just having fun. So I was going to go through uh, just kind of reset the room. There's quite a few questions in the uh, comments. So the first one from Gigi is, will, airbo- will airdrop be planned like Stargaze as in having to accomplish tasks in order to achieve it? Examples, like you buy one NFT, you get 25%. Then you put on the marketplace, you get another 25%, vote 25%, and so forth. That's a very good point. And um, what we've done uh, in order to also, you know, add this kind of gamification for the airdrop is uh, we started a a game called Game of Territory. And what it is, is basically we're using a tool called Crew3 and it allows us to create quests. So a quest could be um, write an essay regarding territory, um, create some content to talk about the project. 
um, help us having some more awareness on Twitter by liking and RTing uh, our tweets. And um, this is our way, you know, to uh, incentivize all the community members that really um, want to be involved, you know, in the process of um, uh, deploying the project. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not directly linked to the features from the uh, from the hub, but uh, uh, this is kind of uh, our version of it uh, for the moment. And another thing is, um, you know, we wanted to do this uh, from the very start of the project. I mean, from the very start of the um, community building, but um, we, we are also thinking about implementing this kind of games, you know, or contest uh, on the long run, because we believe um, people like this, uh, this kind of concept where um, they can be involved in the project. It's like, you know, when we say let's build together, it's about tech, but it's also about people that not that are not necessarily um, engineers and uh, could still provide some help and, you know, uh, be useful to the project. And uh, yeah, we believe we'll launch new games and new contests with new rewards over time. And um, probably also in order to um, catch more attention and bring more people, you know, to use the various features from the hub. So yeah, that's part of the game. Nice. And that's kind of off topic, but you guys were talking about earlier. I think in general, it's, you know, proof of engagement is the way to go, whether that's just for governance voting um, or just, just like what you guys were saying about gamifying because you know like all games have rare uh rankings and you know like if you're in a uh, lobby with like say call of duty you're in a lobby with people that are really high ranked you know like you got to bring it so to speak but it could be kind of the same concept bringing it back to the knowledgeable engaging uh you know OG, so to speak, like people that really want to be here. All the data is on chain, so like everything's communicating with one another. I could see that being a, a thing where, you know, you can have uh, banners and stuff like that, like what you guys were just discussing, where it shows like, okay, Cosmos Haas, he's been, you know, he's very engaged with all these different chains. Um, you know, he's been in this since blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he's, he, he, I, I do feel like that's pretty cool to, to have some sort of, um, ranking system where it shows people the the sort of i just we'll just call it proof of engagement like you're engaging with all these different things and then um yeah i mean that that would be really fascinating so that that would be next level and bring a lot of value and fun for people and and, and um energy you know like people will have incentives and because even in gaming like you know you you, you buy a battle pass or whatever and it's like you finish it and you have objectives and tasks to do and that would be really cool to have stuff like that in cosmos in general it's like hey you know some people like we're just talking about the airdrops you do certain tasks and you get the rest of the airdrop but it'd be pretty cool to have something like that just overall it's like you do this task and that task and you know you you get some sort of um unlockables in your game or whatever that would be pretty pretty badass but um just kind of want to add that there's quite a few questions. So I try to want to get to them because we've been kind of going at this forever and I got some stuff to do as much as I love this conversation. I could talk about it forever, but um, so looks like someone wanted to know if you guys are going to have kind of like traditionally how NFTs have, you know, the, the, ra the rankings like rare, legendary, common, et cetera. And then it also says, and this is from Jelena. So shout out to Jelena. But will the um, functionality be able to be used for staking as well? 
Yeah, so regarding the riot, um, it will be kind of um, a, spe- a special ranking in the sense that basically there will be a, a different, um, a, a few different categories for the NFTs, and this will have um, a, a clear impact. I mean, in the play to concept. So um, it's not just you know um, being the most rare in the collection. Uh, regarding the riot, especially, I mean, for all the collections that will be released, it it will really depend on the concept. And yeah, we'll have this kind of uh, concept of uh, you know I have the the most rare or you know I, I looks rare this one, and uh, you, you will have the the ranking and uh, all the traits with the, all the percentages. Um, what I mean is, you will definitely have this. Um, uh, this uh, breakdown by trade uh, for your NFTs for the riot, but um, the most important thing will be more uh, about the, um, the category in which your NFT is, um, because it will have an impact on the play to run game, basically. Nice. Let's see here. I know there's a couple other questions. Um, I kind of think we already went over this one, but um, when and how will it be possible to get the riot NFT? So um, we're going to get started next week, and uh, next week will be the the opening of um, the ramp up plan, basically. So the the plan is we're going to onboard a few communities first uh, on Discord for the project, and then we'll start communicating on it. And um, I think that um, it's um, it will. Um, probably be at the same time as the first version of the uh, hub is released. I mean, for the mint, um, there are two, um, two scenarios that I imagine. The first one is, uh, basically the, the hub has been released in mainnet. I mean, and, um, the collection is being minted the same day. And the other scenario is, uh, probably the hub has been released and, uh, the mint of the riot will be uh, a few days later, maybe, uh, three or five days later, but it will be quite linked because we really want to uh, set an example of the launchpad and you know uh, make it working as soon as possible. So very very soon, and yeah, it's a uh, it's a matter of uh, uh, less than a month, I think. Nice. Shout out to Vera. She had a couple questions. So the first one looks like okay. So she wanted to know. Um, about the selection of forms, will other testnet participants have the opportunity to get into the mainnet? And then how many participants will be selected from the testnet to the mainnet? So regarding the, the form that we announced yesterday, uh, anyone can basically f- fill it. I mean, by anyone, I mean whether you, you were uh, a testnet uh, participant or whether you were not really um, having a node during testnet. So anyone can fill it. And uh, the idea is to make sure that uh, regarding mainnet, we start with um, a, a secure network. So we were looking for experienced validators. And we're also looking for people to, uh, that, that have abilities to uh, provide the community with uh, value and not just you know, uh, by validating the chain, but uh, probably some tooling or maybe some uh, connections with the uh, communities. Um, could be anything, basically. And the idea is, uh, we really want to make sure we we identify the, uh, I mean, the, the best profiles um, because the, the main objective is making sure that the chain is secure, and at the same time, it's also a way for us to identify, um, you know, uh, people we, who we could uh, build on other topics. Because let's say 
um, you, you apply to the form and uh, uh, you're not part of the, the, the first set of identities for mainnet. Uh, if you can uh, provide us with some, you know, cool connections with some core communities or some cool tooling on other topics, uh, it would be a shame for us uh, not to welcome you warmly. So that's it, basically. A um, hundred validators for mainnet for the for the first set, and uh, we want to make sure that we're secure. And then we also want to see how you know we we can provide value to the community thanks to. Uh, whatever you could uh, you could do, whether it's tooling, whether it's uh, connections, whether it's uh, awareness, and yeah, building together. Uh, I think you're mute. Yes, I just uh, was. <laughs> I I said a full sentence before you said that, so thank you. Uh, anyhow, it looks like another question that Vera had was within like the first six to twelve months. I know we really haven't discussed like the tokenomics, but what's the um, the, uh, what's the supply going to be for like the first year of the token? Yes. So um, if you look at the the white paper, uh, you can see basically the uh, the tokenomics and the supply. And um, the idea basically is to have a um, uh, tokenomics that are quite similar to what we can experience on Evmos at the moment. And the, the idea behind is making sure that um, we're attractive. I mean, it's all about catching the attention and what we were discussing earlier. Um, we, we don't believe, I mean, um, I, I think a UJPR is a way for you to be uh, relevant over time, but it, it's mostly about uh, catching the attention. And then um, after uh, reaching, uh, I think it, yeah, it's 1 billion uh, Tory supply uh, uh, in year five. The idea is to probably uh, update to go to a, a deflationary um, protocol over time to make it more sustainable. And uh, so it's um, it's like we, we kickstart and, you know, uh, print a lot for the, the first two years, especially. Uh, then we reach 1 billion about uh, in about year five. And uh, then we'll look forward to uh, maybe update to be more deflationary and making sure that uh, uh, the tokenomics are sustainable over time. All right. I think there was another question. I'm trying to find it. If anyone has any questions, just feel free before we wrap this up. Um, let me see here. Funny man. Go ahead, funny man. Cosmos, so are you, my brother? I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of funny. Thanks for giving me a laugh, bro. <laughs> oh man, I got you. Gotta love this space. It's so funny. All right, I'm I'm kind of kind of scared to even have anyone come on. <laughs> but this has been this has been fun. It's been almost two hours now, so I don't know. We we'll kind of wrap this up. But, um, do you have any last thoughts, Faye, that you would like to say? Well, I'd like to thank you for having me once again. And uh, yeah, I'd like to thank CFI also for um, the, the discussion because uh, I, I like, you know, to, to talk about this, um, these topics with uh, uh, different point of views. And, uh, I, you know, it's, it's like, I feel like we're going the, the right way. I, I don't, I'm not saying that um, we're going to uh, change everything, you know, we have the answer to every question, but uh, the, the thing that uh, this topic is so important, I mean, the, the, the way we can uh, catch the attention, attract new people, 
and especially people that are not non-tech savvy. Um, I find it very interesting and, you know, I, I like discussing about it and I'd like to discuss about it again, if you'd like, but yeah, thank you very much for, for having me and, uh, yeah, hope we can talk again very soon and have a good day, everyone. Yeah, for sure, man. This is one of my favorite topics is like NFTs and bringing everyone together and, you know, collaborating and all that type of stuff. So that's why these, these calls, I could just go on forever with these type of conversations. I really enjoy them. It's uh, fun, it's, um, you know, something different. So I appreciate everyone spending their Saturday with us and asking good questions. I apologize. Um, all while that, that, you know, you, you wanted to maybe say something. If you um, guys want to DM me or territory follow me you know I'll, I'll help without i'll help you guys without with uh whatever you guys need man i appreciate everyone stopping by if you have a if you have a interesting uh like tweet about your project you want me to kind of like uh retweet or whatever uh send it to me i i kind of sent something out just now just to kind of get you guys some attention and whatnot just to use this stupid account for something useful um <laughs> so <laughs> just to sort of kind of get you some followers or whatever so you can, people can uh know what's going on thank you and appreciate yeah man and then maybe next time we'll um i'll get Sefi on and we'll we'll have a really you know continue the conversation so to speak because it's uh it's always nice to to have a counterpart just talk about stuff that i that that i enjoy and, and he has a lot of experience and like we were saying earlier about books and stuff, like basically I remember when um, Amazon was a, just a bookstore. So it's cool to see all this and it's cool to, it's going to be cool to see, like have these conversations in the future and remember how we had to do stuff on Twitter space. Cause it probably won't have to be doing this in the future, but cheers to everyone. Enjoy your weekends. Um, if you like football week one, let's go. Have a good one, everyone. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was Cosmos Saturday with a Territory AMA hosted by Cosmos Haas. Recorded on Saturday, September 10th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Laying there at night while I'm counting sheep Brain on repeat, no amount of please Would you shut the fuck up, yo, I'm trying to sleep Not till you write it down to remind your genius ass in the morning When you wake up to realize it was nothing more than a weird dream And you feel like everybody's on the tape But things aren't always what they seem What's real to me isn't real to you Living this reality is barely new And if you've seen this little feud You'd be filling up your gas tanks too We're living in a fucking simulation of a simulation Don't look back or you'll get sucked into the miscommunication All this dumb fucking ruckus Drink bleach here Keep a tight demeanor and swing for the bleachers This ball is crushed I feel like I wanna kick the bucket over, spill the fun, release some other means of hunting. All these silly motherfuckers coming at us like we don't got a bunch of guns or something. These are fucked up times we're living in, and I don't need the judgment. Free the suffer, no need to suffer. The leaders bust at freedom, hunt of disagreements, wander cold streets filled with screaming bottom feeders. Take me to your leaders, blasting propaganda through the speakers. So if you wanna build, let's build.
But if you wanna steal, get buried in the field. Double duty at the rocket, Rudy. Hopping fruity, not a newbie. Got the rubies, hopful, looking like Chewbacca. Threw me through the window. Fucking sue me now. I'm looking all hypnotic, bougie with a bunch of suckers. I went to school with who barely knew me. Students sitting here, fucking clueless. Looking at the next duck, trying to see who the goose is. Should've paid more attention to the hole in the boat. Now tell me why y'all still vote.